the problem of having people in your life that really, really listen to you. Obviously, I mean, this is a good thing. It is a predictor of how well you actually can connect with people. It also is a predictor of how well you are into human relations. And if you take, for example, just would use a model of human relations and just say, okay, there are 10 levels. The one, the first level is just getting to know a cashier on the supermarket and just, oh yeah, hi, and bye. And then the 10th level, obviously, would be maybe an ideal. And in between, there are all these different things that can happen, that happen over time. And you just cannot skip all these individual steps because then it seems wrong. For example, if we got to know each other on the street, and I would be like, oh yeah, I make these YouTube videos where I like put up my mic and also my phone, and then I talk about these things I think about, and it would just be weird. But if instead I just said, oh yeah, I do these videos, it's only like a hobby. I, I mean, I don't care you, yeah, mm, yeah, I don't care, obviously, because that's why I do it. So now here's the problem with having somebody who is on a very deep relationship level. And this isn't a point entirely, but here's the point entirely. The more you get into human relationships, this sounds now too abstract, but the thing is this, it's not about you. It never was about you in the beginning. It's not about you. If you have a friend, it's not about the f how well the other friend is a friend to you, but how well of a friend you are to the other person. It's obvious. If both persons think, oh yeah, you just need to be my friend, then it's not working. So therefore, the only thing that is working is that if everybody tries to be the best friend they can, and then something works, like friendship. But now here's the problem. And it's not really a problem with the friendship itself, it's just one problem. And I just say it's a problem because it's obviously something humans think about all the time. Problems. So now here's the problem. The more... The more you get into a relationship, the more you realize it's not about you, as I already stated. But the more you actually realize it's just about you being a good friend. And you being a good friend is basically a service you provide. You create basically a product. You create a character. You create the, the perfect friend. Obviously, you are never can be the perfect friend. But you just try to be the best friend you can. And if you try to be the best friend you can, then it's not about telling the other person about the movie you watched last night, or the book you read, or the thoughts, the genius thoughts you had now will change the world. But it's about asking the other person how the movie last night was, what their thoughts were or are, what they think about what it makes to change the world. So it's not about talking, it's about listening. It's about asking the right questions at the right time in order to just keep listening. It's about you just being there. Because obviously, 
apart from the eventual feedback you then get, the ideal friend is then someone who just is there. I just am there for you. And this has such a deep meaning because it essentially it means that you are a talking wall. And it's something that's kind of confusing. At least confusing from all, if you come from all the things previously stated about friendship. Because you can provide a talking wall, but you also could not. And the problem is, if someone now provides a talking wall to you and is a very good friend, then you just talk about yourself. You just talk about it, like I do right now. I just talk about myself and the thoughts I have. And you listen to me. You are basically the perfect friend. Because you don't even... I mean, you can comment. But it's not that you can interrupt me. I just keep on talking and talking and talking. And you just listen to me. Now the thing is, on the one hand side, the ideal friend then is just a talking wall. I mean, this obviously is an exaggeration of this trend, but on the other side, the more you talk to someone like a talking wall, or someone like a camera who just doesn't say anything, who just doesn't judge, who just doesn't... Obviously, if I, for example, upload something, then obviously there can be negative and positive feedback, but when I record these things, they're just silent. I just can talk whatever I want to talk about. And it's the same with having a friend that is a very good friend. That basically is a talking wall. It's not that the wall itself is talking, it's just much more that you stand against the wall and you're just talking against a wall and the wall doesn't talk back. Now, the problem is not that the wall exists. I mean, it's very useful often to just display your thoughts. But the problem is, if you just talk, this is one problem. If you talk about your problems, then by definition you're not solving the problem. Obviously, it often helps by just saying something out loud. But this is not the best thing you can do. The better thing, for example, would be to already write it down, to maybe already plan the things you actually want to change, instead of, oh yeah, I want to lead a different life, I want to travel the world, instead of, oh yeah, also this is how it looks, here is how I could do one day in the year more traveling, or maybe two, or maybe a week. Talking, especially social talking, just doesn't provide any, not any, but compared to actually trying to work out a solution. These are just different things. And if we now take all of our time and are like, oh yeah, well, let's talk the night through and discuss politics and discuss what we actually should elect and what we should do as a country, as a nation, and what stereotypes are useful and what stereotypes are not. These are all useful things, but it's just that these things don't change anything. The only thing that has changed is that you exchange your ideas. And that is something that can be useful, it's just that it very often doesn't do anything. Now, if you talk to a talking wall, here's another thing that happens. You just get confirmed more and more. You just are like, oh yeah, actually, I'm pretty decent. Actually, the things I think are pretty nice. Actually, maybe I should be the next world ruler. Maybe I should try to be the next evil world ruler. 
Oh, bist du die? Oh, ganz blöd. It's just too much self-confirmation. And it would be just so much nicer, you would be just such a better person, me included, if you just didn't need the self-confirmation. Obviously, this is a very kind of on a scale from the needs in Maslow's hierarchy that are at the bottom of the hierarchy and compared to the ones that are on top. This is something that's very bottom getting self-confirmation. It's basically you saying, oh yeah, I did this thing. And then the other person is like, nice. So what the other person is doing is like, oh yeah, the things you are doing are nice. Therefore, you are nice. Therefore, but the problem is the more self-confirmation we get, the more we actually get confident. The more confident we get, the more we tend to do things that are just I think the mind is very good at giving us back feedback about how we are doing. If we feel like we are not doing good, then chances are we are not really good. It's not that we are not really good, but we are not really doing great. The thing is, the longer the mind keeps even pretending, even if the situation now is good, is better than compared to a human who lived like 3000 years ago and didn't even have access to cancer treatment, compared to someone like this, we have it pretty good, we have it pretty decent, and therefore it doesn't really make sense to work anymore. It doesn't even make sense to stand up anymore. The thing is, the more negative motivation, for example, your mind provides you with also positive motivation, the more it just gets you into doing things. And the more confident you then get, the more you tend to just not do things anymore. The more this mindset of, oh, yeah, but I have to do this thing, and, and then... Obviously, this can also go into the negative, but that's not what I'm talking about. It's a tool. Your body provides you with this tool. And the more confident you get about, oh yeah, I'm actually pretty, doing pretty great right now. I actually could buy a BMW, BMW and drive through a big city with like, oh yeah, mm, or much more like this. So the problem is, the better our friends, the less negative feedback we kind of get. It's not that the friend not occasionally says that something is very wrong. Because this is a, an opposing tendency, kind of. The better a relationship with another human is, the more we tend to maybe can say, so maybe we can more say things that are true. Because we don't have to pretend that we are nice. We don't have to pretend that we we just can state things that are closer to the truth. But at the same time, the more you talk to somebody who is very well known and who just accepts you as you are, the more you also just accept yourself the way you are. And the more you accept the way you are already, the less you try to be someone else. The more you try to be better. It's not about, oh yeah, and don't accept yourself and try to... It doesn't really make sense to talk about these things right now, I guess. I think, this, I think the things I said are clear enough that 
I don't have to add anything. So what is the dilemma out of this? The dilemma is the more you get into relationships, the more confirmation you get. The more confirmation you get, the more confident you get. The more confident you get, the less this mindset actually keeps you going. And also, talking doesn't really do much of anything. Again, an example, because I don't want to leave you, like, maybe confused. I talked to this particular friend, for example, about very many topics. About, oh yeah, I've done this and this and this. He basically, what you are doing and what I've tried to be doing, not tried to be doing, but I tried it, I guess, subconsciously, maybe, probably. I try to just, and this is something that many people, I guess, do by talking fast, for example. And this is also something that works. Take a random Aaron Sorkin's movie and take a random character and then try to come up with a correlation between the talking speed and how intelligent they should be or how you think how intelligent they are as someone who watches the movie. The faster someone talks, the less we understand, the less we understand, the dumber we think we are compared to this person, because this person obviously can talk in a speed that is like absolutely humongous. So now, what I try to explain is that, uh, that we subconsciously just try to appear intelligent, to appear well-groomed, to appear fit, to appear as we our life together to appear as if we didn't think about oh yeah but essentially I don't even know what I'm doing everybody has these faults some people more some people less but the thing is finally the more someone listens 